Hey there, lovebirds and lone wolves. It's your favorite sexpert, Stephanie Smith, and we're about to take a joyride through the wild world of sex and relationships. So buckle up, because we're going to laugh, learn, and maybe even blush a little as we uncover the secrets to kick-ass sex life. So grab your headphones and get ready for some scandalous stories, quirky advice, and a whole lot of laughs. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex with me, Stephanie Smith, the podcast that's about to make your ears blush. Hello, this is Stephanie with The Gilf's Den, and I'm here doing SOS Dead Bedrooms with my colleague Shiloh Hobby with Love Your O. Hello, Shiloh. Hi, Stephanie. How are you today? I am just fabulous. How are you? Great. Good morning, everyone. Yes. And so for those uh, new followers, uh, this unto our podcast, this is a podcast about sexless bedrooms. And we're just all different scenarios. And we're talking about it and giving suggestions. And we'd love for you to continue listening, share with your friends for all of our all our, our um, subscribers, followers, we really appreciate you doing that, following us, listening to us, and I we intend that you are enjoying this, and we would love any kind of feedback, so send us a message. We're good. We like it. All right. What do you think? I'm good with feedback. Absolutely. Feedback is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I, I got to tell you a lot of people, I, I don't know if you, how much you talk about the dead bedrooms, but the minute I bring up dead bedrooms, it's like it, the room is, everyone's doing it. It's like, no one wants to talk much and, uh, or some do, you know, it just depends. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's start with that first. Oh, Barkley has decided that he wants to talk to us. Well, He's going to go play. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, this is our first step bedroom for today. Um, so I was on a promise night, but then I disagreed about building a pergola in our garden. So after asking earlier, if we could have sex tonight, always hate asking, but you all understand how it is. He had agreed However, I could tell he was immediately looking for an excuse not to. I remained calm all evening and agreed with almost everything he said until he decided to start talking about his garden plans. He wants to build a pergola. Fair enough, but I expressed my views and that was it. Bang. He starts screaming. It's happening anyway. You're such a nagger. You never want anything nice. Then came, fuck you. I'm going to bed. I don't even get a chance to talk, but I was watched. But as I watched him storm off, I actually felt a massive sense of relief. I realized in that moment why I reacted that way, why he reacted that way. I realized that this is his problem, not mine. I actually feel empowered tonight. It's a feeling I'm not felt before. And I'm finally letting go of him, letting go of my love and want for him. I'll be honest. I hope, I hope to God I am. 
So, wow. Well, it sounds like she came to a nice realization. It is on him and not on her. You know, his reaction to her feedback and having a conversation is obviously that's on him. You know, that's his perception of whatever reality that he's living in. And for whatever reason, he doesn't want to have sex. And maybe there's something else there. But at the same time, he's taking it out completely inappropriately. And she needs to focus on herself and loving herself. And it's never right mm-hmm. for a partner to have to resort to begging for sex. That's yeah. just a horrible feeling. Well, especially if you're getting rejected all the time. Um, you know, it's interesting. What what I felt that she got from this was that she finally realized that, you know, it's not going to change. And somebody who has, um, I mean, if they can't talk about it, obviously, um, it would be great if she could talk to him and discuss maybe some possible issues, go to the doctors with him. Because when you're in a couple situation, <clears throat> if anyone has problems, it's typically you, we do together, you know, it's like, oh, you're, you're having that issue. Oh gosh, you know, what can I do? You know, what do you need help from me about, you know, whatever. And especially if there's like this non-sexual stuff, there's a lot of times it can be early ED. I've, I've talked to many women who have asked me over the years, you know, sometimes only half of the penis gets hard and the other half doesn't. So, and sometimes men just have, um, and they're very, um, they get in their head that it's bad if they have, a, a an ED issue and they feel like the, not as masculine and that's not true. And, and you know, it's, we need to start talking about it because it's going to happen more and more and even earlier. And it's going to happen if girls are starting to have their period at eight, everything's like moving to a point where it's happening earlier in our lives from all the hormones that we take in when we eat food. So I'm just saying that it's, we might as well just start talking about it. I mean, to, to hide it doesn't, that's silly. Well, you need to be with a partner. I mean, you know, that comes down to the communication. Everyone needs to communicate. There needs to be communication. You need to talk. But it also sounds like they can't have a conversation because he shuts her down. And that's hard. So she needs to love herself now and leave. He needs to figure out whatever it is that's wrong with him. And obviously he's pushed her away and he puts projects and whatever else. And she's not allowed to have a say. So leave. Get out. It's not worth it. That's... No, you know, if he's going to start a fight because you expressed an opinion, that's a problem. That's well, he's he's making an excuse to not have to have sex and not even allowing her to have a voice. So she needs to leave. Sex aside. I mean, why even want to have sex with somebody like that? Because he has no respect for her. Yeah. No, and you know, to end such a night with just talking over a whole just pergola is just 
silly. And <laughs> so is, or I'm sorry, Barkley is feeling extremely sassy this morning. And um, so anyway, sorry about that. All right. Um, yeah, so anyway, I think that, you know, to end up having to have such a, not a happy ending to an evening. It seems as though that this person, you know, her partner, he's, he's got an issue that needs to be discussed. And, and if you're not going to help him, you know, if you're done and, you know, maybe the next person will, and he'll feel better, or maybe he'll go get his own help after you. Well, he has to start with admitting that something's going on that's making him that way, but she needs yeah. to love herself and be out. Like that's, that's my opinion. Be out. You don't deserve to be treated like that. He, no. he shut down, he shut you down, he shut your opinion down, which means he doesn't want to listen to you. He doesn't respect you enough to even listen to your opinion and give it any kind of validation. So regardless of whether or not, you know, in it's about a pergola, you know, yeah. how he's treating, that's how he's going to treat you there. You know, it's no doubt that in the bedroom, he's very controlling with that as well. So you don't need somebody to control you because that's what this sounds like. He's just trying to control you and you don't need that. It's not healthy. Get out. That's my, yeah. get out. Yes. Run as fast as you can. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, that's a good one. Thank you for, um, having this discussion about that one. Let's move on to our next one. Um, this is someone asked me, what I get in return for being a provider. And I didn't know how to answer this. This was a good one. I like this. Broke out the throwaway for this one. I'm 27 year old male and wife is 31. Been married for five years. No kids. I make a lot of money for my age. I've really worked hard and I'm at the, you know, 5% of earners in the U S we both come from poor immigrants. So this is huge for us. My wife and I live nice lives We with vacations, multiple properties. We drive nice cars and eat good food. She hasn't had a job since she was 27 because I take care of us. I was telling my friend about this and he was like, man, what do you get out of this? And I couldn't answer. We have sex maybe once a month or less, and we split the housework 50-50. I don't get compliments of affirmation despite being objectively attractive and in shape. It got me really questioning a lot. Like there are women who would be so thankful for this. Like for the first time in my life, I realized I deserve better. I deserve more. It just really hurts that I can't think of one thing I get out of this marriage. Well, you know what? I hate females like this. May I just go ahead and say that? I, I shouldn't, you know, uh, that's such a strong word. I, that is still unfair. I, I just want to say like, number one, and I just want to stress this, you know, like, but in terms of this whole, he, she hasn't had a job since she was 27 and he's 31. And yet they split the housework 50, 50. I'm sorry. There's a problem there. I, I don't, yeah. there's, it just sounds like she's just, she gets to do whatever she wants to do. She gets nice vacations. She gets to lay around the house. What is she doing to make herself better? She's not doing anything for the relationship. 
I, what right. are they doing with her? You know, do they, you know, when they go on vacations, are they having fun? I mean, what is happening? Um, I, I just, I, I struggle when I hear this kind of thing. Like it just, it amazes me. It amazes me how people can get taken advantage of in this way. Like how, yeah. how do you feel good about being in a relationship that's not 50, 50 on all of it. And granted, you know, men do make more money generally than women. We all know this, you know, it's, it's a thing, unfortunately, I, we're starting to get away from it a little bit, but you know, there is a, you know, there is a big stigmatism with that. And, you know, men like to be the supporters, but at the same time, you know, if a man's going to be the supporter, well, then that means that she's doing her part. You know, she's, she's taking on that role of taking care of the house and taking care of him and taking care of herself. I mean, you know, both of them need to take care of themselves first, but I, I just, I have a, you know, I don't, I don't understand how people let themselves be used like that, but he needs to take steps. You know, yeah. You know, I, I just feel, you know, with this whole thing, you know, I don't know. I've, I have, I've only been home uh, one time in a relationship and that time you're exactly right. I did all the cleaning or make sure it was done. And if I couldn't do it and, you know, I organized the house and made sure everything was good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, and then I made sure my relationship was intact. You know what I mean? I worked hard on my relationship. Um, but I don't, I don't understand these types of, um, of people, especially when you come from maybe, you know, a very poor background and, you know, then you finally have wealth. It's something to be happy about and to be able to share with friends or do community support, you know, whatever it is, you know, and instead of just being there, just a person that comes and is living there. That's basically what she is. She's just living there. Yes. And he gets sex once a month and he gets to take somebody with him on a vacation um, and use his homes. But honestly, it's his homes. These are all, this is all him. So I don't know if he ended up doing a prenup on this one, but I would say that he does deserve better. He deserves way better. And there are many women um, that would be happy to be loving this type of relationship and I'm sure would be telling them and complimenting him and making him feel appreciated, loved, wanted, cared about. He's in a sexless marriage. Right. And for what? Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, it just sounds like it's a very one-sided thing and, he could do it all by himself without her. She, what's her purpose of being there? So, I mean, if it comes to that where you can't find a purpose for her being there, then you're not in the right relationship. Because, it, you know, yeah. I just want to say, you know, it's fine if you're the stay-at-home person. But, you know, what value are you bringing to, you know, but a relationship requires work on both sides. So what's your value to the relationship? What's your right yourself? I mean, what are you doing with yourself, you know, that, you know, makes it worthwhile? I mean, we don't really know what she does with herself, but it just sounds like, you know, do they need to, but for someone to not, 
But for him to not be able to answer that question, she's not doing a lot. She's not doing much. I agree wholeheartedly with that because I definitely have asked myself that question. Yeah. You know, and, and had that answer. So it happens. It does. You know, anyways, I, I know that, that he's going to move on and, you know, I know, um, people always struggle with how, how to do the breakup and how is it going to work? And like you always say, communicate and communicate, write all this stuff down. Don't do it in the, the heat of any argument. If it gets heated, let's just go ahead and say that she's not going to be amicable with this, but you know, try and be as amicable as you can be. (laughs) Exactly. You know, she doesn't sound like if she's got it this easy, it might not be that easy to, um, entangle. Leave it. You know, hopefully, hopefully she's mature, but you know, life is going to come as kind of a shock to her when she's out of the top 5%. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, so, I mean, he's going to take care of her obviously, but. She's gonna have to, yeah. gonna have to figure that part out. I always find um, couples like this because I have seen, you know, I've seen my share of couples, and and you know, it, it's always sad when you see, you know, one that is doing everything and the other person isn't doing anything, right? Yeah, yeah. and I've seen that too. It's very sad. You can tell, yes, all lies, and it's just, you know, it, it just makes me, you know, I. I really feel like, you know, everybody really needs to work on loving themselves. Learn how to love yourself so that you don't get into this situation again. You need to take the time to heal and figure out how to love yourself best and what it is that you actually want in your life for a partner. Please do that because Mm -hmm. doing that is going to help you to avoid just getting with somebody for the sake of getting with somebody and have a body at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Or wanting to get married, you know, that fantasy of like, oh, I'm going to have a ring and a wedding. And so that whole fantasy thing that it's going to be perfect after we get married, you know, no, it's not. If it's bad before, it's going to be bad after. Trust me. No, you need to find somebody that, you know, first and foremost, you need to love yourself. Yeah, exactly. You need to love yourself in order to love anyone else. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't know how to love yourself properly, and I'm not talking about masturbation, I'm just talking about taking care of yourself and doing the things for yourself that you like to do. You know, you should also be able to take care of your own needs. Don't get me wrong. That's that kind of self-love is also important. Um, But you need to to focus on loving yourself and developing your life. And the person that is going to be your partner needs to be able to fit into your life, but also have a life of their own. You know, you shouldn't be dependent on anybody else for your happiness. Mm-hmm. That's come from yourself. Yeah. But you do get that feeling of less, less, more you're, when you're in a relationship, you want them you want to, to tell you that you look good when you have sex. It is a feeling of, you feel loved. And so I think that, you know, him not having it, lack of, it makes him feel, you know, I mean, it brings you down well, a little bit. That's why I'm saying that when they break up, he needs to take the time to yeah, and learn what it is that he wants out of, out of life so that he can love himself properly so that he can do those things that he wants to do, but to attract the person that wants the same things as he does. 
Yeah. I'm, exactly. And you know, they don't have kids. You attract what you put out. That's very true. And like you said, if you do all that self-love stuff, you will know exactly what you deserve and you won't accept anything less than. Exactly. You'll know what your boundaries are and you won't have a problem with setting, you know, with setting them and making sure that the person that you're with is, is respecting those boundaries. Exactly. And having that conversation about sex so that you know that you're getting with somebody that, you know, wants to have sex as frequently as you do. That your libidos match. Yes. I, mean, you know, I agree with yeah, you. Absolutely. I, there's, and there's, there's so many different things you can do to spice it up. But I mean, it sounds like with these two, I, I don't know. It sounds like there's, you know, maybe, maybe it just has, you know, we don't really know. Like it. Maybe they need to yeah. you know, sit down and an evaluation of what it is that they have right now. Well, and they have no right. kids. So it's a really well, good thing sex to that. Not, so they're not no. making them either. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'm well, on the table here because they're not even, they're not even attempting to make them either. So of that happening, yeah. at least, you know, that, that at least the way that it sounds, there's no, there's no, there's no danger of that. Yes. And while we know that some people go through um, periods of time where they're not feeling that they don't, they don't want to have sex, everyone goes through periods of time in relationships. But if it's long periods of time and it's affecting your relationship, young. that's when you have to do something. And they're young. I just want to stress, you know, he's 27, she's 31 to me. They're young. Like, he's like yeah. this now yeah. and they've been together for this long. I mean, you know what? Let it go. Like, go. You've had a great lesson now. You learn. And, you know, maybe he has some guilt because um, it sounds like just based on a couple things that, you know, maybe she helped him to get to where he's at, you know, meaning that maybe she helped him go through college or school or whatever it is. And so it sometimes people have. Um, difficulty leaving those help them through that and you do feel a sense of obligation to be in a relationship with somebody for that but at the same time you can't feel you can't be with somebody out of a sense of obligation because that like that leads to a sense of resentment and then yeah that just leads to more dead bedrooms so and on both sides too because you know from the standpoint of being a person that's taken care of, you know, she's obviously not working. Why is she not working? Why did she give up her job? You know, what was that for? You know, did she have a career that she gave up? I mean, you know, well, five years ago, you know, she's 31 and, you know, she, or what, four years ago, she gave up her job, but what was she doing then? Probably, you know, probably, you know, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of what ifs to this scenario. And at the end of the day, they need to communicate and talk about what it is they want. And he needs to just determine, you know, whether or not it's best to stay or go. But if he decides to go, he needs to take some time to learn how to love himself and what he wants. Yes. Yes, he does. Well, that's a good one. Um, I think it's good. We've covered this and, um, I, we look forward to more dead bedrooms. Thank you all of our listeners and all of our new followers, our old followers, our new ones, and anyone in between. We appreciate you following us and we intend that you like what the content that we're giving. If you'd like to see other things, please let us know. And if you'd like to submit your question, please click the link in the bio. 
have a great day. Have a great yes, day, Shiloh. Too, Stephanie. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Buddy. Thank you. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for joining me on today's exhilarating podcast of Let's Talk About Sex. If you loved what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on our future episodes packed with even more tips, tricks, and tantalizing discussions. Got something to share or a burning question? I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media or in my email. Your thoughts and stories and feedback mean the world to me, and I can't wait to hear from each and every one of you. Remember, your sexual empowerment journey doesn't end here. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep embracing your fabulous, authentic self. Until next time, this is Stephanie Smith signing off. Stay adventurous, stay safe, and stay sexy.